Welcome to 12-Minute Talks, where important information is shared in a short time period. Learn from other business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts about what they do to help you find solutions to everyday topics in 12 minutes or less. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 12-Minute Talks podcast. I'm really excited to have with us today Galen Roberts-Hendricks. She's the CEO of SSBI. And she's also a motivational speaker, business coach, trainer, and is known as the queen of the bundle. Galen is also the host of the Accomplished podcast. Galen, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you. I am so excited about being with you. Yeah. So we've met previously in person. It's very rare <laughs> to have mm-hmm. a guest on my show that, that I've met. And um, before we get into everything that you do and how you help your community, Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about how you got started in in your industry? Well, that's going to be a long story because it's a 37-year career. Um, I know you're probably not even 37 years old. You don't have to tell me, but I can just tell. Um, Got started in 1985. Um, Actually had come back from a failed relationship. Uh, Not even, well, we don't know that it failed. I just left. (laughs) And then um, as life would have it, Uh, needed a job when I got back home. And that's one of the reasons I left uh, the city I was in. They didn't have any work there. So I moved back to Lubbock and my dad had been like, you've got to get in the insurance business. And I was like, no, I don't want to be in the insurance business because my dad was a debit agent and he worked really hard. Uh, It was the kind of agent that would collect premium and then sell. Um, And I walked into this uh, company thinking I was getting into pharmaceutical sales and I was super stoked. It ended up being a very large insurance agency, uh, what we would call today probably an MGA or an IMO, not totally a field marketing organization because we weren't national at the time. We were very regional. Um, But I got into it. I started working in the commission accounting department and I started seeing these agents and like a lot of operations people were like, well, gosh, if he can do that and make that kind of money, I can too. because we didn't have any women working with us at the time in sales. Um, And we had a call center that was ran by um, this lady that was phenomenal. Her name was Renee. And I got to really understand the call center environment. And as time went on, he and I became closer and closer. And pardon me, what I love about our relationship is he didn't think I could do sales. And then when they were gone to Hawaii one time on an insurance convention, I've told this story from many a stage, um, a girlfriend and I went and took the agent's leads and we went and wrote a large amount of business. And that's kind of how it developed. And then I've been doing it for 37 years. I absolutely love it. Um, It's one of those businesses that you don't find it, it finds you. And most of the time, people come into the insurance business wanting to make more money. They, they can't provide for their family or it's stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home dads now who want to do this just to be able to have something to do while their kids are at school. And they find out that it ends up turning into a massive career. And that's what happened to me. Um, I just fell in love with it. It loves me. I love it. I love helping people. And uh, so that's how it all came about. Fantastic. Yeah, that, that's a great story and definitely a long time in the in the industry, which is, mm-hmm. uh, it's good to see. I think it's one of the few industries where you see people really stick with it because you're actually helping people, right? And of course, mm-hmm. 
making a, a good living at the same time. Right. Um, and it's interesting. I, I also work with, with my mom. So that whole family thing is there as well, which is very common. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Galen, why don't you tell us a little bit, you actually run an insurance agency, right? So, so yeah. Yeah. So what would you say, um, was the difference when you decided, okay, I'm no longer going to actually do the sales, but now I'm going to train and help others, um, with their sales. So there was never really a start or stop with me. Uh, It was always, as I love to tell everybody, it's kind of like the rooster watching the hen house. Um, I did all the operations and I did most of the selling. Uh, At one time when we were in the annuity business, uh, the guy I was working for, guy number two, didn't think that I had it in me to be an annuity salesperson because I'd never had experience doing it. And lo and behold, within a year, he ends up terminating all the agents that are working with us and ends up just basically sending me to all the offices. And when my son was about eight years old, um, he had gotten either the chicken pox or the measles. And I literally decided at that time I was tired of traveling. I wanted to be in Fort Worth with him. And um, my husband and I had decided that he would stay home with Sean and I would work because my husband's 10 and a half years older than me. Very hard for a Vietnam vet to do, by the way. Um, But he did it because I didn't want to be that uh, family. We knew at that time we would only have this one child. He was a miracle baby as it was. But now um, the way my job works, we were acquired by Integrity last year. And that was a great thing for me because at this point in my career, I'm 59. This is my last year of the 50s. I haven't turned 59 yet. I still have a month and a half. Um, But actually a month now because it's July the 5th, a month, I turned 59. Um, I really wanted to be able to do what I love to do. And that's go around and inspire people and agents um, I had a large company come after me about seven years ago, wanting me to go on a motivational uh, tour and circuit with them. And I really decided after doing a lot of prayer and a lot of thought processes that I absolutely wanted to pour into insurance agents. I knew them. I knew what they needed. I knew what I needed as a woman. Um, I used to walk into a boardroom and I was the youngest and I was the only female And so now um, it's getting to be where that is not the case anymore. I'm certainly not the youngest and I'm seeing more and more females like yourself um, when I walk into a boardroom and it's absolutely uh, rewarding. It's incredible. Um, My son and daughter-in-law are now pretty much running the day-to-day in our office. I'm still the CEO of SSB and, um, It is next to my child, uh, one of my almost proudest achievements. Um, I, when I walked out of the business that I was in, in 2003, I had a plan, um, didn't know if it would work, uh, but I felt it had to because I had no other choice. And I had, uh, lots of people for years, company officials, um, you know, just good friends that were in the business say, why are you not out on your own? You belong on your own. You have built so much for so many. Go out on your own. And the truth of the matter was I was terrified, absolutely terrified. And when I tell people that they're surprised because they think that I am just this ball of confidence, ball of self-esteem. 
it's easier for me to talk to 5,000 people than one. Uh, it's easier for me to share all the stuff on Facebook than it is with one person. And I think that I'm working through that. Um, I think we're always a work in progress, but I think when I started queen of the bundle, that's one of the things that kind of put me out there where I was different. You know, a lot of people were sitting there saying, what is she talking about? And I've been doing that since I got started in the business. And I absolutely love doing that with people because our clients need it. They absolutely need so, it. So why don't you tell us a little bit what you mean by queen of the bundle? I mentioned that um, in your introduction um, and people that are not in, in our industry may be like, what is she even talking about? <laughs> yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about that? It's funny. We think it's industry specific and it's not. Um Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl, yeah, it was Super Bowl Sunday because it was 1 a.m. in the morning. I wake up to Bundle Queen, Bundle Queen twice, and it was a progressive commercial that flows on. And uh, I immediately get up out of bed, rewind it back to make sure I heard what I heard. And I sent Progressive's legal department a complaint. I said, look, I own the Queen of the Bundle trademark. Um, you're not allowed to use the two nouns in the trademark. Um, and so I need you guys to take this commercial down. And it was a very simple, very nice uh, email. And you know how when you put something out on the internet, it never really disappears? I cannot find that commercial to save my life. I, I've tried to find <laughs> it, tried to find it. And I think their legal team got it. So it's just like when you go buy an iPhone, right? You cannot go in and just buy the phone. And when those first came out in like 2003, those were $399, the iPhone was. And I remember everybody going, those won't last. They're too expensive. Nobody will buy them. Well, now they changed the camera. They changed everything about the phone so that when you go in there, you're buying at least three products. You're buying a new screensaver. You're buying the phone. You're buying upgraded memory because now we don't need cameras anymore because the iPhones, or if you're an Android user, are better than a camera. And um, you're always buying a new case. And so the more I started looking at Netflix and the more I started looking at Amazon and the more I started looking at all these different things, plus I have a really good friend down there in Florida. I was training his call center and he said, mama, you're the queen of everything. And I said, I don't think I'm the queen of everything. And we kind of just tossed it back and forth. And then I came back and I trademarked queen of the bundle. And what it basically means is building packages of protection for our clients. So what I love to do is show agents how when you enroll a client, almost anybody can enroll with somebody. It's either a, it's a feeder plan. It's either going to be an ACA plan, which, you know, it's pretty simple um, you do have to know some stuff, even though our government doesn't think you do. You do. We've seen a lot of agents get in trouble by not knowing how to enroll a client in an ACA plan properly. We've seen a lot of agents start telling farmers and ranchers, up your income a little bit so you actually qualify for a subsidy, which is fraud, actually. Um, you know, the government doesn't want you to state what you make above or beyond, below. 
what you make. They just want to know what you make, right? You know, it's a very simple question. (laughs) Right. And uh, MedAdvantage, the same way, and MedSup. I mean, they are what they are. But what happens with those three plans, because almost all of them are some type of uh, government-based plan, the government honestly thinks Medicare is Cadillac plan. They're not a Cadillac plan. I mean, the only people that have Cadillac plans are our government officials. The insurance company has the choice to keep it out there. They don't have to. They are 12-month plans. So the package of protection idea came about in order to protect our client. So I saw all these holes and all these, like, we we overuse the word gap now. We overuse the word loopholes now. So I like to use it as packages of protection. And when I'm talking to agents, I encourage them when they're like reading the disclosures, make sure you tell your clients where they're going to have a surprise, meaning you're going to pay out of pocket. And so instead of us having to worry about our clients pay out of pocket, I like to build packages of protection for those pay out of pocket surprises. So that's yeah. why it came about. Okay. And that, that makes Total sense. Um, and so, Galen, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, I had mentioned also that you're the host of the Accomplished podcast. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that and where people can find your podcast? Well, like you, um, we love the podcast. We're very new at it, but I had promised everybody that was following me and had asked me for years, when are you going to write a book? And my answer to that is always, I'm not ready to write a book because I don't think my story is finished. I want to write a book when I've done it, not while I'm doing it. And so the hashtag accomplished podcast came about because I wanted to interview people that were accomplished, not finished. And one of the things that I think is really important about me in this industry, and I think other uh, women have the same thing. We are always trying to prove something to someone. And what I want women especially to realize, but, you know, I have to give a shout out to the guys out there. Men have supported me more in this industry than women. It's changing now, but my way up to about year 35, it was a lot of men supporting me. And what was important for me is for people to be able to have a place that they could go and learn from others, not just in our business, but in other businesses. I read a lot of books from a lot of people in other industries, and I try to bring their best practices to what I do. Um, Warren Buffett has been a big influence in the way I invest my money. Uh, I always tell women, you know, you're a salesperson in the insurance industry, sell yourselves annuities. You get the commission and you get the yield. So it's a much bigger yield than what you can get out there. So when I came up with this idea of hashtag accomplished, I was like, how could I help other people really realize what their true gifts are? And to me, that's by listening to others who are very successful. And what I love about successful people is that they never see themselves finished. They always see another goal, another accomplishment. And so the first four that we interviewed have all been in our industry. Um, Our very next one is going to surprise all of our listeners um, because it's going to be a person that was in an industry that no one's going to believe that I got. 
Um, and it's also going to be somebody that I have very good friendships with. And I'm excited about both of them to tell their story. We're going to do it in two parts. But I think that it's really, really important for people to hear those things when they're in the car. So we do an audio version like you do uh, out on Spotify and iTunes. You can go find it under hashtag accomplished. Uh, we also put the video version out on YouTube. So very proud of that. Um, I'm excited about who all is going to be on that this year. I think it's going to help a lot of agents become very, very accomplished. Accomplish themselves. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so Galen, it's been great having you today on the 12 Minute Talks podcast. How can somebody reach out to you if they would like more information about uh, bundling and, and all the services that you offer? Thank you for that. Well, so the first place is Facebook. Everybody goes there, right? Um, go to Queen of the Bundle Insiders Group. There's a Queen of the Bundle page. We're trying not to post there as much anymore because we're really trying to get people to join the group because I'm having to unfriend about 200 people a week in order to allow people on my personal page. Um, we're getting ready to do a public figure page, um, which I've pulled away from because I really like that interpersonal relationship. Um, obviously, I have my personal page out there, Galen Roberts Hendricks. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel. It's under Queen of the Bundle and also Galen Hendricks. Either one, you can find those. Um, we do have senior security benefits. You know, we offer the top contracts in the country. We have been a recruiter for years. But why carriers like to partner with me um, and let me design products for them is I, I don't proselyte agents. If an agent's already with an FMO and they're doing their job and they're happy, they stay there. Uh, that would be a very short-term gain for me with the carriers. So that's where you can find me. And I'm super excited about being on today. Awesome. And like always, I will have all of the links down below. So anybody watching or listening can easily uh, follow our guest today. And I just wanted to quickly introduce myself for those of you who don't know who I am. My name is Lorena Tomasini, and I'm the owner of Mom Life and Health Insurance Agency. We're together with my mom. We help families and businesses with their financial protection needs. And Galen, I do have uh, one last question for you. Um, what would you say is your definition of success since we you had talked a little bit about your podcast there? Pure joy. Um, I think when you can be kind to others and be genuine in your thought processes and, and are generous, obviously, I, I think a giving heart is a thankful heart. And so I think that's what's made me successful. I just try to be kind to others. I try to take care of people. I believe in the golden rule. Have I ever had somebody that didn't like me? Absolutely. Um, you know, the world is full of jealousy However, what I've discovered is those people that kind of come at you, if you'll just pick up the phone, give them a shout, introduce yourself and say who you are and uh, be true to your spirit and true to yourself, uh, there's no stopping you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today, Galen. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this podcast and hope you will listen to the next one. I'm Lorena Tomasini, and you can contact me via email, life at malmins.com. Make it a great day.